0: hello hello wonderful people welcome once again to another episode of chance from thursdays where we take your heart your mind and your life to the next level through the word of the lord thank you all so much for tuning into this week's episode and also welcome to a new month the month of october so we are finally in the last stretch of 2020 the last three months of the year i pray that this next three months That the things that God will do will just completely blow your mind. That truly, as the Bible says, eyes have not seen, hears, have not heard what God has in store for you, that you will be like they that dreamed, that that is what is going to be your testimony over every area that seems to be questionable as to whether or not it shall be coming to pass or if it's going to come through or, you know, be sorted out. I just pray that God does the miracles that you are praying for in Jesus' name, amen. So jumping right into this week's episode with recognizing your responsibility, I want to read a couple passages in 1 Corinthians rest. The first Bible passage coming from 1 Corinthians chapter 6, verse 12. And the NFT version says, You say I am allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. And even though I'm allowed to do anything, I must not become a slave to anything. And the next passage will be 1 Corinthians chapter 8 from verse 9. And it says, but you must be careful so that your freedom does not cause others with a weaker conscience to stumble. And the next passage will be 1 Corinthians chapter 10 from verse 23 and 24. And it says, you say, I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is good for you. You say, I'm allowed to do anything, but not everything is beneficial. Do not be concerned for your own good, but for the good of others. I want us to recognize the similarities or the exact wording that 1st Corinthians chapter 6 verse 12 had and 1st Corinthians chapter 10 verse 23 had you know it's usually said that when God repeats stuff it's because it's important and it's something to recognize and though it wasn't repeated in the same chapter but it's repeated a couple chapters after each other so but in the same book and with this verses to me especially with verse 24 in this first Corinthians chapter 10 when it says do not be concerned for your own good but for the good of others it makes me think and realize that as Christians we have a responsibility that we need to uphold I guess and a responsibility that we as a body of Christ specifically and as brothers and sisters it's important for us as we continue to grow I want us to understand that we do have some sort of responsibility to each other and with the first Corinthians chapters, a lot of the things that Paul was saying was based on different areas. So, with one, eating food that was given to idols, another one is understanding how you use your body and your sexual purity with God. But that's not what I want to specifically talk about today. I want us to talk about and realize that we do have a responsibility just because we are children of God, there is a way that we are to come ourselves especially as we grow up in Christ especially as we recognize that we are becoming more mature in God we are growing in the knowledge of God we are growing in understanding of who we are in God and what we've been called to do and sometimes that means that we can't do certain things just because other people are still growing they will not yet have an understanding of what it is we are doing or why we do certain things because if they think they want to copy you they they may end up doing the things but without that spiritual insight. So sometimes your responsibility is abstaining from what exactly you want to do or your responsibility is also telling them, explaining why you are doing certain things. Because if you just do things and you you realize and recognize that there are people looking to you, but they don't understand why you're doing what you're doing, it's going to be at a detriment to them. But once you take the time and speak to them, help them understand that what you're doing isn't based on frivolous options or decisions, but it's based on a thought and a direction from the Holy Spirit. I think that once we do take our positions and once we do realize, okay, in this moment with this person, Once you see what their growth is in Christ, if you realize that you are slightly more mature than them, you're able to better explain certain things or, you know, sometimes don't do certain things just because of how it can be perceived because of their lack of spiritual position and growth, but not because you're trying to be one way with another person and another way with another person. And I think ultimately for it to be done, it's a matter of checking your heart. It's a matter of understanding standing. Where exactly is this direction or actions that you are taking? Where is it coming from? Is it coming from God? Is it coming from being led by the Holy Spirit? Or is it coming from your own self? Because if you are trying to do things to somewhat prevent your image from being tired or prevent people from thinking about you in other ways, or you're trying to hide certain secrets and certain sins, of course, it's going to be seen. And your actions, once it is um, dubious and once it's done in one way, this one time and another way and another time, it's not going to add up. And if it's not adding up, then it's not the truth. And if it's not the truth, then it's it's not God. And if it's not God then it's not going to stand right but once you know that okay what I'm doing is of God my intentions is because I'm trying to ensure that this you know younger believer this person is still going in Christ is not going to fall because of me once you understand that and once you're acting with that perspective and that mentality then it's easier for you to know and do what it is you need to do or don't do what it is you don't need to do because you are keep Them at heart, you are keeping them in mind, and even just with the responsibility that we have, like we see in First Timothy chapter five, verse twelve, with Paul telling Timothy as to how he's supposed to act with the people in church and his his family at church. Even the title of the portion in First Timothy five, verse one to two, says treatment of church members. In verse one, do not rebuke an elder man, but exhort him as a father; younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, younger women as sisters with all purity. In these verses, it's showing Paul's direction to Timothy as to how he's supposed to comport himself, as to how he's supposed to relate with the brothers and sisters and the people at church, and the people in the body of Christ, and the responsibility that he has in his interaction with older people, with younger people, whether female or male. And it's understanding this that will help us realize that, okay, when I am, you know, with this group of people in in Christ? Like, what is my responsibility here? And honestly, I think something that really helps you understand, okay, how do I act or how am I being responsible with this, my fellow brothers and sisters, is asking the Holy Spirit to help you kind of discern the spiritual, I want to say, position or maturity of that person or of the group. So, for example, if you're in a group and you've been tasked to lead a Bible, study session for teenagers or children. You understand that their spiritual maturity might not be up to where you are at if you've been given that position or given that responsibility of teaching them. And so with that, you have to ensure that the way you're communicating what you're saying is not going to be at a detriment to them. And of course, the Holy Spirit helps you with this once you acknowledge him and once you ask him for help. And another group of people that the actions and responsibilities might differ is if you're in a position or you're with people where your spiritual maturity could be somewhat similar, you realize that you have to back them up in prayer, you have to back one another in different ways. Because the way you would be acting or the way you would relate or the way you'd be responsible for someone that is a baby in Christ is different from the way you would be responsible for someone that is slightly more mature or kind of on a similar maturity as you are. And I think keeping that in mind really helps, especially if if you're in a group of people that are so much more mature spiritually than you. To be able to learn from them, you have a responsibility on your end to be able to humble yourself and come to them and learn from them. Learn what God is saying to you from them, and the types of prayers that you would pray for them would kind of differ compared to the prayers that you would pray for someone that is a baby in Christ or someone that is kind of on your same level. Of course, there could be similar prayer across all boards and across all different kinds of groupings. But despite the similarity that may occur amongst the press, there's still going to be some differences. And it's being able to recognize that differences and understanding what your responsibility is in that position as a child of God with them and your interaction with them is very important. And it's almost similar to recognizing your friendship levels. But with these responsibilities, you don't really have to be friends like that or you don't have to be so close. But as long as you're within the group, as long as you realize and understand that just the fact that you are a child of God and you are all children of God, you still have a responsibility regardless of the friendship. This type of recognition of your responsibility is different from friendship because you can be friends with people that are not believers, people that are not in the body of Christ. But with your responsibility in the body of Christ, you have to ensure, like I said in 1 Corinthians, that you're not doing anything to bring a fall to your fellow brothers and sisters. You're not doing anything that would intentionally cause them to fall away from God, cause them to sin, cause them to, you know, deny God. Because you don't want when someone is praying and their prayer is against you to God because you don't want God to come and fight you (laughs) because thinking about it, like when you are doing things, intentionally to harm his body. That's his bride. That's his people that he died for. He's not going to take it lightly. So I think when we recognize our responsibilities and understand, okay, Lord, what am I doing or what am I not doing that is preventing your son and your daughter from being able to come closer to you, from being able to learn more of you and to grow in you, you know, being humble in that and asking God to direct you. Because once he directs you, you're able to take those steps and change those ways and understand that, yo, okay, I got to I gotta straighten up. I got to do what I got to do. Because you can't just be acting like your head's is in the cloud and you don't have a responsibility. We also have the responsibility in showing love and ensuring that that love is present, that love is there. And it's not something that you have to force yourself to do. It really grows from your love of God and your love and your knowledge of God because then once you grow in him and grow in understanding who he is and who you are in him, it will really allow us to be able to act in the way that is fruitful, act in a way that would not hinder the body of Christ from growing and being all that God intends it to be. So I hope this conversation has been really fruitful to you and I hope it helps you understand that we do have a responsibility to play and some Sometimes that might mean, like Paul was saying, don't eat that food. Don't wear those coats. You know, when you're with those people that are growing, perhaps you have spoken with a person and you understand that they're struggling with, you know, sexual sin or they're struggling with stealing and they're struggling with lying and different things when they've confided in you, when they've told you. Or, you know, sometimes the Holy Spirit tells you stuff about people. Sometimes I feel like if someone wants to talk to me, I'm almost like, okay, God, Holy spirit did you tell them something like are they gonna tell me this sometimes i would lie it's almost like god why are you telling on me to somebody <laughs> but when you realize that god loves you that's why he tells people stuff like to help you to grow especially when you know that wow i know that i need to work on that and then when god tells a person to tell you about yourself that's when you know that okay you really have to work on this because god had to go and tell somebody to tell you you know and so if God is giving you that thing about a person it's not for you to go around and tell the whole world but it's for you to go to them and speak to them and also I think once God tells you certain things about people it's your responsibility to you know lift them up in prayer and check in on them and ensure that they're good because the thing is if he's told you he knows you're capable of keeping it he knows you're capable of of helping that person there is a reason why he has told you and it's understanding that reason and recognizing your responsibility in that reason as well and being faithful in it and sharing that the love of God is present in your conversations, in your interactions, so that as you are doing what you need to do, that person can grow in the different ways that God intends for them to grow because that's the point why he told you. He's not going to just do things out of whim, just telling people's secrets left, right, up and center if he doesn't have a reason behind it and it's up to you as that person and that he is trusted to recognize that reason and recognize your responsibility so i hope you've been blessed i pray that god continues to keep you and once again welcome to the month of october a month that shall be full of many testimonies in jesus name thank you all so much for listening bye and god bless you (music)